Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions, which means no driving to an office, no waiting rooms, and no awkward small talk. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. Scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning. Cup of murder. Every parent fights with their child at some point, but not every parent has to answer for those fights with their lives. On December 27, 1987, a young girl was born who fought with her father, a man she accused of unspeakable acts. And with the help of her boyfriend, it was her father who would pay for the disagreements with his life. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Courtney Christine Schulhoff, born December 27, 1987 in Washington, D.C., spent most of her life living in Alamante Springs, Florida with her father after her parents decided to file for divorce. When she was 15 years old, Courtney started dating 20-year-old man named Michael Morin, whom she met at a dog racetrack across the street from her local high school, a school that she dropped out of and was in the process of earning her GED instead. Courtney's father, quite understandably, did not approve of her new boyfriend, a man who was five years older than her and on probation for car theft. But according to what Courtney was telling Michael, her father really didn't have a leg to stand on because he had been physically abusing her for quite some time. On February 10th, 2004, Elaine Bach, Stephen Schulhoff's girlfriend, came to the house to check on him after her phone calls went ignored for a few days. As she approached the apartment, she saw Courtney and Michael fleeing from it. When she went inside, she found the bloody, beaten body of Stephen Schulhoff shoved inside of a storage container at the foot of his bed. Elaine immediately called the police and, on that very same day, Michael Morin was arrested, Stephen's wallet, keys, and phone still on his person. 
and Courtney, accompanied by her mother, came in a little bit later. During the interview, Courtney claimed that she and Michael decided to kill her father after he had viciously beaten her on February 9th. She said she had taken her father's dog for a walk when Michael made the decision to, quote, take care of the problem. She said that when she returned, her father was lying on the floor with a bloody bat sitting by the front door. Michael, again, according to Courtney's testimony, admitted to killing her father and threatened to do the same to her if she called the authorities. She claimed she changed her mind about ending her father's life and begged her boyfriend not to go through with it. However, when it was Michael's turn to tell his story, he claimed that Courtney, after talking incessantly about killing her father and him cutting her off financially after finding out she stole his credit cards, strategically left the bat outside the bedroom door for him to use after begging her not to go through with her plans to kill her father. Claiming he had no memory of beating Stephen Schulhoff and had, quote, blacked out as soon as he grabbed the bat, only coming to when he was washing the blood off of his own body. When police came to Courtney with this new version of the story, she admitted to waiting at the apartment's tennis court while waiting on Michael to finish the job she asked him to do. When they were finished, Courtney and Michael drove off to a McDonald's in Orlando about 20 miles away in Stephen's truck and came back later to retrieve the body so they could throw it off a bridge in Brevard County. 16-year-old Courtney Schulhoff went to trial on September 26, 2006, where the prosecution fought to prove that Michael had committed the murder, but only at Courtney's insistence, claiming she had orchestrated the whole ordeal. She did not testify in her own trial, and her attorneys opted not to call any witnesses on her behalf, choosing instead to argue that the prosecution had not proven the case beyond a reasonable doubt, instead of trying to argue her level of guilt. The next day, after three hours of deliberation, Courtney was found guilty of first-degree murder. Because she was only 16 years old, she was sentenced to life without parole. She showed no emotion as she stood in the courtroom alone. Neither her mother nor any other family members attended her trial. After being handed down her sentence, Courtney, after rolling her eyes at her lawyer's attempt to get her credit for time served, spoke out in court saying, Your Honor, I would like to openly admit in court that Michael Morin is not the person who killed my father. I was. So I accept full responsibility and I accept the verdict. Two months after her conviction, Courtney gave another sworn-in statement. This time, the now 19-year-old admitted to hitting her father with a baseball bat, admitted she wasn't counting as she swung down with all her strength, and said that it was Michael who was outside with the dog. When asked why she did it, Courtney claimed her father had raped her several months before the murder, something she did not report at the time, and that he refused to let her drop out of high school. She said that she and Michael, fresh out of money, went to her father's apartment that day to get his wallet. Without telling Michael, Courtney took the opportunity to kill her sleeping father. She handed the dog over to Michael, put on some baggy clothing, and grabbed the aluminum Louisville slugger. A few minutes after Michael came back, saw what she had done, and ran into the bathroom to throw up. He tried to get her to call the police, but she refused. On April 16, 2007, Michael Morin was sent to trial where, faced with the death penalty, he admitted to killing Stephen Scholhoff, an action he assured them he deeply regretted. Courtney testified in her boyfriend's defense and gave her a new version of events that night. 
Despite this, Michael Morin was convicted on the 26th and sentenced to life imprisonment. Courtney's sentence in 2017 was reduced to 40 years. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to do a terrible thing happened on December 28th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.